In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast with me, Ian. The Northern Plebs are currently living it up at Anfield, of all places, the home of Liverpool for the Football Content Awards. We're yet to find out if we've won, but we're up for two. Uh, They've assured me that if we do win, they're going to crash this Zoom call and uh, let us know. Um, So we'll see about that. But uh, I've managed to replace the two Northern Plebs with two Southern Plebs. (laughs) <laughs> um, deep in the heart of South Somerset, uh, Nick May back for his second appearance on the Glovers Cast. Hi, Nick. Hello, Ian. Thanks for having me back. Pleasure, a pleasure. And uh, former Glovers Cast quiz champion Rob Manley also returning to the podcast. How you doing, Rob? Good, thank you. Yeah, all good. I think it's my hat trick. Do I get a ball? Yeah, hat trick ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you can get it off of Jordan Young, you can you can have it. Fair one. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> How are we doing? Do we enjoy Tuesday night? Yeah, all good. Yeah, all good. It was uh, it was a little bit more seat of your bum, seat of your pants sort of thing, wasn't it? At points, but uh, it was it was an entertaining game for sure. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I was in in the same stand as you on the Bamford stand this time. Yeah, um, a bit lower down than I'd like. Nice to be higher up. I, I've 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 learned that that. Need to be higher up, really. Um, but no, it was good. Good evening. Good evening, Nick. Atmosphere on the terrace. All good. It's all good. Yeah, I'm not as happy as you two sound. I thought we were too <laughs> open. It was like end to end. They had some really quick players up top. I thought caused us a lot of problems. So, especially when, as we'll talk later about the uh, the defensive things, I didn't enjoy it as much. I found it more frustrating. <laughs> I think Mark Mark Cooper said he was worried it was going to be a basketball game at points, but um, let's let's start with the lineup before Coatsy calls me out for doing things a bit differently. Um, Will Dawes at left back, Nick? Would is that what you'd have done? Yeah, I think we just we discussed before. I mean, Robert, that we thought Dawesy might be there. Um, I was either going to be him or ours, I think, but um, he went with the attacking option, didn't he? So it wasn't a surprise. No, and then the the return of Murphy up front with um, Josh Staunton back on the bench as well for the the first time in a few few weeks. So it was a um, yeah, it's kind of we can change bits and pieces, but it's still that familiar familiar spine, familiar shape. Um, yeah, it, and went into the game feeling quite confident. But it was like you said, Nick. It was quite open at at the start and. Looking back at the highlights, I think we had the first, we had the first chance, but then Farnborough really sort of came at us and stretched us, didn't they, Rob? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I mean, I, I mean, just going back to the team, I think um, you've probably got 
you've probably got eight or nine players that pick themselves, I think, when they're all available, they, they go in. But what I would say is we have we have more additional parts that can come in that don't impact the strength of the team. Like, you'd have, you'd have think, a couple of seasons that we've had in the last few that have gone, like, you take a couple of players out of that team, the quality drops massively. I didn't think that the quality of the team or the starting level dropped too much, just from having to make a couple of changes. In fact, you'd probably argue in some positions it got stronger. So that's a good thing. But yeah, talking about the game, I mean, Farnborough, I thought, started really well. Um, they Obviously, their manager talked about the before the free hit for them when they don't have much to lose. I think most teams that come and play us, it's take, sort of treat it as a free hit because do you expect when you when you mark up your fixtures at the start of the season, do you, do you put down three points coming to Hewish Park? I don't recommend any teams do. So probably play with a bit of pressure off. Um, they had a really good chance from... Was it a good chance from a corner? Ball bounced out, went a little bit loose in the box. Um, fellow, what, probably just inside the area, put it over the bar, but it was close. Um, they had a few They had a few um, moments that they definitely caused us some problems. Um, and maybe that was just us sort of getting settled in and, you know, just getting up to speed. Because I'd say a couple of games we've played this year, we've started similar. Maybe the first 10 minutes, we've been a little slow. Um, but we always, we always managed to turn it on, at, you know, at, at, point so um yeah they had a few chances yeah i think we were slow we were slow at the weekend a little bit weren't we as well um yeah. th- certainly it, it felt um a little bit like you said nick it was it was open but i think both sides were were pretty open murphy has that sort he of chance wide, he? yeah yeah um, with his right foot and then played in i think there's a couple from distance but didn't take long before we um Scored the goal and it was typical Murphy, wasn't it, Nick? Goals, 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 isn't it, with Murphy? He's in that position. He very rarely misses, does he? So, um, as soon as he turned, you thought 1-0. So, um, that's what you get when you get quality in. There was a few. Um, there was a few. There was a few moans in the in the in the home in the home end. Um, as in the build up to that goal. So who who picked it up in the middle? Was it Sonny? Or was yeah, it Jordan, Jordan Young? Like Jordan Young. Jordan, Jordan, Young, Young, Jordan Young had it in the middle, doesn't he? I think. Yeah. Um, and he, Michael Smith, makes a run on the overlap, and I think the the, the first person that picks it up is Sonny Blue. And there was a bit of a there was a little bit of a groan because I think we were hoping that the ball would sling itself out to Smith because he was overlapping on the right, and then for it to then end up in the middle with Murphy and for him to finish the way he did. I mean, it was a cracking finish, wasn't it? Keeper was wrong footed. He was thinking it was going far post, and he's popped it in the near post. Would you would you think that the goal came probably a little bit against the runner play, or on balance? Do you think we deserved it? I think it was slightly against the runner play, wasn't it? It wasn't. I mean, Joe Daly had never had a save to make, did he? Before then, I think, like you said, he had one over the bar, but yeah. um, that was the first the first shot on target, wasn't it? I think, from what I can remember. Yes, it was. Um, and it was a typical Murphy run, turn, and hits the back of the net, doesn't he? So. He scored a few like that this season already. And um, long may they continue. I think it was one. I think it. they were quite open because they'd come at us as well. And I think it felt like we, after the first one that he misses, it just felt like we needed another one and it would come. And, and it was, the, and it was, I think it was the type of goal he was trying to score against Torquay, you know, throughout that Tuesday night where he sort of just yeah. rolls the defender and, Takes yeah. a shot first time, and yeah, it. I mean, it wasn't. 
it's a good goal. It wasn't a particularly well struck finish, and and that was it. Sort of P rolled in, but they all count. And I think as um just after that, that's when Wannell gets his injury as well, which sort of changes things um uh, quite dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> the groan, the terrace the looked like he got hit. Sorry, from the terrace, he looked like he got hit by that bloke with the perm. Um, <laughs> Carlos Valderrama. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the Valderrama. I was, yeah, I thought it was a dead leg, but when he came out of the tackle, I mean, he gets himself into that position because doesn't he beat the striker with a drop? He drops a shoulder past the striker, yeah. and then runs the ball. But as he does, he carries it, which it's great to have a centre half who can do it. And actually, when he does it, you think he's going to make some, he's going to do some damage with it. Um, but he's running to he's running to the tackle, and I wonder if it was an impact because as soon as he comes out of the tackle, he holds he holds the back of his hamstring above his above his knee, um, or behind the back of his knee. So he'd obviously jarred something. Um, but yeah, there was a there was a groan, a collective groan where we were sat in terms of oh no, like. If you want, if you're going to lose one person, I don't think you want it to be him because he's been, he's been an absolute colossus this season so far. Well, he could eat him or Williams really because they're a yeah. partnership, aren't they? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's been he's been <clears throat> immense. Yeah, there was a there was a groan when he hit the deck, um, and obviously I think it. I don't know whether or not he whether or not he felt he could continue when he came back on or whether he knew he was coming off. He just wanted to give the sub a chance to warm up and get ready so they can sort themselves out. I don't know. But um, when he went down for the second time, yeah, absolute, absolute nightmare for him. Yeah. And it's one of those where we've obviously re reacted quickly and we've brought in um, Duncan Idahan from Bristol city. Um, like the day after, um, I suppose what was the reaction around you to Zach Bell coming on rather than ready-made centre back Josh Staunton? Well, we, again, if I'm going to tell you, looking over, you suddenly thought, well, they're bringing a sub on, and that is Zach Bell. It's not Staunton. What's, and you could hear the murmurs around. They're like, this is, yeah, so that must be Smith going into centre half. And, um, yeah, why haven't they brought the centre back on for the centre back injury? So, yeah, it, I don't know if shock's the right word, but it was definitely an interesting, kind of tells you a little bit of where, um, where Staunton is in the pecking order now, I suppose. Does that make sense? So, because um, he's not been on the bench, what's that, the first time in three, three, four games, is it, that he's yeah. made the bench? Um, yeah, probably since the FA. I think he was on the bench for the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, because we can name him. Yeah. I mean, from from my perspective, yeah, when, when he went down, the first thing I thought was Staunton's got to come on. Um, but the guy, a couple of the guys that I would with, even before the game, even before the game, he'd said to me, of all the subs that we've got, some of them look prepared to come on because they didn't have all the gear on. They had their, they had their, you know, they had their the Under Armour and the leggings and whatnot. Staunton was fully sort of G laid up, bobble hat on, like big sort of, you know, tracky bottoms. It didn't look like he was a sub expecting to be coming on at any point during that game, which... You know, when you look at it, when I when I look back at it and think, yeah, mate, you know, he didn't look he didn't look like he expected to play. And I know you never expect your centre half to go down with an injury. And I guess, you know, if you're a football coach, you very rarely look to change a centre half tactically unless you need to, you know, try and get a winner or whatnot. But um so yeah, it, it was odd. I centre half for a centre half. I guess the thing about it was 
you know, if you put Zach Bell in there, you're dealing with three lads in the back line who are sort of brand new positionally in Dawes, in Smith having to move to centre-half and then Bell coming in a little bit cold. I guess you put Staunton in there. You keep everything else the same bar him. You know, he comes in. Um, so, yeah, it was odd, but look, the manager's won 14 games on the spin and he gets paid to make decisions like that. If he thinks what he did was right, who are we to argue with him? I think we're right to have our own opinions about it, but he made the decision and ultimately they got the three points. So, you know, he was obviously justified in what he did. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, he, after the match, he said, we want to defend I, yeah, and we need to keep that pace in the team. And yeah. Bell is, you know, rapid in terms of covering back. So... Um, you can't argue with that, can you? you no, can't you, you can't. And I think if you look back at the start of the season, those games where we struggled, I, I mean, I think about the Truro match where it was just balls over the top and they were in sort of winning over those foot races. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You can't, you can't really question it. It's just, no. I mean, look, um, anything, anything in the air for what, anything, anything in the air, reading the game, sort of managing a back line, I think Staunton is one of our best. In terms of the ball in the air, wins a lot of headers, wins a lot of second headers. He, he reads the game very well. Positionally, he's pretty good. He's just difficult for him when the balls are played in behind, mm. right? Because he's not the quickest. And, the t- and you know, how, how great is that knee from a turning perspective, both on grass and on Astro? Um, so you get it, you know, you get it. And yeah, he'll get his turn, I'm sure. I'm sure he will. And actually, the challenge will be on him that when he does get back in, um, to keep the shirt, you know, to go out, perform, show the guys, show the gaffer, show Cooper, show whoever that, you know, he's he's not got areas of weakness and actually he's he's got a real big part to play. And I still think you're going to get 20 games out of him this season at least, right? 20, 25 games. He's probably still going to be playing. Um, so, that, yeah, I mean... I'm not like sure about Rob. No. No, not that they've signed this lad from Bristol City. I think he's. I reckon Cooper's going to put him in front of Stormont. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he may, he's he left-footed. He play where Wannell's playing. He may do. I bring him in if you're not going to. Yeah, it's a shame because you know we all know what Josh has done for the club over the last, especially last season. It's you know he's up there. With, well, at least the best, isn't he? So, but. Well, if this if this lad is in on Saturday, you know he's got he's got to earn that shirt as well. He's got to prove that he is above Staunton in the packing order. Because if he goes out and and doesn't do it, then you've got to go back to Staunton, haven't you? So let's see let's see how it goes. Let's see what they do on 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 Saturday. How good was the second goal? On a scale of one to seven, <laughs> it was good. It was good. When it? it was yeah. good, it took five really, really well. It's a for me, it's five. It's a five. It's yeah. a five out of seven. The, the build-up play, build up. the build-up yeah. play was brilliant. Um, I think you noticed Sonny, Bluelow, Everton getting forward and sort of impacting higher up the pitch with the assist for Jordan Young, but he has a bit of work to do inside the box. And and, and Cooley, he didn't. Yeah, he just. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the keeper's coming at me. Oh, I'll just go around him, and then oh, I'll take another touch. And then I'll just hit it in. So it, <laughs> it couldn't have been fun. more different performance, really, than, than yeah. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. where everything was cutting inside and going over the bar. I think Mark Cooper joked that they had a yeah. few insurance claims at the weekend, after the weekend, with some of his shooting. But 
yeah. Looks, um, when he's on form, and that goal sort of epitomised it, epitomised his season. When he's when he's cool and calm and collected, he makes it look easy. Um, yeah. On against Dover, I think he was trying too hard. He was yeah. trying for a worldie because they want to put a team to the sword. I think they felt they had a team that was ready-made to get put to the sword. And so I think he was just hitting and hoping. And it was rushing it. And then, obviously, frustration creeps in. Um, I much prefer Jordan Young doing what Jordan Young did on Tuesday night, where he is a little bit calmer, a little bit more precise. Um, because that's, I think, when you get the best out of him. The difference is, though, Dover sat in, so Young couldn't pick up the spaces. We're far yeah, true. attacking. Young had space, do you know? And yeah. he could pick up little pockets move about a bit. I mean, I thought Frank, I will bring Frank into this. He had a, from five minutes in, he thought, number four has not left his side yet. I've never seen a man marking job at this level. And everywhere Frank went, that number four went with him to the point where um, our friend Tony texts going, I'll see him on the school run tomorrow when Frank drops his kids off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, um, I'm just, yeah, that, and the fact that the, if you watch Frank, he literally went, side to side to side and just kept that number four just he was knackered just following Frank around which then opens a space up for Young to come inside doesn't it yeah and pick up those pockets Sonny to push on a little bit so I think Frank had a massive part of paying um the spaces that it got us forward just um moving that number four with him everywhere yeah then it got a bit nervy didn't it just before <laughs> half time our uh, sort of Defensive adjustment seemed to, I don't know. We, I don't know if we dropped off or Farmer just started picking us apart a bit. It was, they got quite industrious with their tackles, didn't they? I mean, I think that there's a case for a, a red card. I think, um, I don't know who the tackle was on, but uh, cool. I think one of their players goes in pretty, pretty recklessly on a Yeovil player in that first half. Um, and then they get their goal, which do we think is a foul on Smith or is it uh, an error on Smith's part? Where we're we're seeing the the human side of Michael Smith on yeah, Tuesday. Confidence in it, maybe I don't know. They looked like a tug from way back in the terrace, and we all thought it was. But um, I mean, you, at this level, you sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't, don't you? But um, that I say, their three front lads were very nimble and quick, weren't they? And, when one went off, it definitely exposed us a little bit. Um, you can see that, especially with Dawes not as a natural left-back on the right-hand side, I thought. Um, well, yeah, I'd agree. Look, I, I think you saw it in the first half and the second half. Is it there? What was their number two? The, the fella that spent a lot of time rolling around the floor, Ricky Holmes, Holmes, the winger, the old yeah, lad? Yeah. Older fella. He, he was pointing every time there was a dead ball, every time there was a goal kick, he was pointing in behind doors and pointing at doors every time. So they knew, they knew, hit doors, hit the left back. He's makeshift, hit him with high balls and make him defend. And, and to be fair, doors, he um, he did get caught out on a couple, maybe where he got caught under the ball and, and missed his head. He definitely, definitely grew into the game in the second half and actually come the end, it wasn't working. Um, and he sort of nailed it. Uh doors to be fair but um they 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 knew there was an opportunity to get at us down that side and i think that's obviously where the goal comes from is it is it smith's fault is it a foul i what you know watching the highlights i think if that goes against our striker we're probably saying that ain't no foul um <laughs> yeah. is it a mistake on smith's part 
is that a Smith from? Is it a mistake from Smith's part? I don't think so. I, I just think it's it's just a, an event. That, it's just a moment in the match. You know, I think if you, if if we're saying that he's made a mistake there or that it's a foul, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about either of them, but they deserved probably a goal because they were well in the game and we were a little bit jittery, which you'd expect because we had three lads at the back who were out of position or were fresh in from the cold. So, you know, I think you can expect it. And we we are a little open sometimes, aren't we? We are a little open at points um, because we are very confident going forward. And every time we go forward, we look like we're going to score. We yeah. look so dangerous, but we do get left open a little bit and we, you know, teams can get at us on quick breaks. Um, and that, that caught us out a little bit. But look, I think even though we went 2-1 down at half time, uh, sorry, 2-1 up at half time and they got that goal, I always feel like we've got more goals in us than the other team at home because the team is so good going forward and we look so dangerous. And defensively, the teams we've played ain't been that great, ain't been that great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yeah, it was a, it made it a bit more jittery, but, you know, it maybe was, um... it gave them a little bit of a rocket as well. With Smith, he was never going to kick it out for throwing. He was going to always try and keep playing, which meant he probably got caught on yeah. the ball. But I noticed in the second half, and Williams booted one out for a throw-in. Mark Cooper went mental yep. at him for kicking the ball out. Yeah, and I think they had a lad who had a massive throw, didn't they? Who caused a few problems from him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and I think it was a case of right, we keep the ball in. Corner. You know, whether Smith was then going to try and knock it back today, and he just got caught. In that moment, I mean, it happens, doesn't it, in football? So, but yeah, like Rob said, the hey, Michael Smith, Michael Smith, Michael Smith is human. Yeah, Michael Smith is human. So he, <laughs> he, no one's not seen him be able to walk on water yet. He's human. It's never out. He's a super he can't walk on water. But what, <laughs> what we can say is, yeah, what we can say is that you know, he's, he is human. But look, I. I know those. I, I think it's great. Like you can have a bit of a debate about it with Yeovil fans now. And I, I did see there was a few comments about Smith having a really bad game at centre half. I personally, I didn't see that. No. What I saw was what I saw was a lad go and play centre half, do a job for his team, talk a a left a young left back, makeshift left back through seventy minutes, talk him through it, talk him positionally through it. Um, and look really calm and composed. I mean, second half, I don't know, we're not quite there yet, but in the second half, every time he got the ball at the back, he was just so composed with it. He found a pass. You know, I know you made a mistake later in the game, but at that point, the game's dead um, with, a, with a three goal lead and you're in the you're in injury time. But I thought Smith was fine. Would I want him in there every week? Absolutely not. Because I think if you take him out of right back, you lose, the you move the best player in the league out of his favoured position. So no, I wouldn't play him at centre back, but I don't think he was dreadful. Um, I think it's good to know that we've got him there if we ever need him there. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think there was there was no points when you think, oh, he's having a stinker at 100%. all. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah. Um, let's go into the second half. Um, as open as sort of we were at points. Uh, Jack Turner's back post was pretty open uh, for a <laughs> brilliant cool. free kick from Jordan cool. Young. <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah, it really bends, doesn't it? It yeah, really he bends. Up a goal kick, doesn't he? So, yeah, and the, you see the reaction, don't you? On the height, he just all of a sudden just drops to his knees <laughs> and thought, you go thinking <laughs> that was going out for a goal kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, how was that gone in? Terrace. It was like that's gone in. <laughs> how was that gone in? 
again the oval the oval Bamford stand groan went up as soon as the as soon as he took the free kick like oh too hard <laughs> yeah. you know the, the groan turned into cheers yeah absolute whip on it um deadly dangerous right yeah like you feel for the keeper um but it was also pretty funny as well <laughs> yeah I, it, I was certainly more on the comedy side of it rather than feeling for the keeper yeah. he, he'd like to get involved didn't he i noticed a couple of times he come all the way to the halfway line to have a word with like like have his say in the situation it was a bit like a bit of a character <laughs> yeah yeah a bit of a character. i know he was having some some good well some good-hearted banter with the um with the home fans after his little escapade you know at the weekend mm. with the weymouth fans um but yeah, he 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 played his part, you know, pantomime villain and all that. So um, always nice to see them get a bit of custard pie. He got a decent reception for us on the terrace, a nice clap. Yeah, and then when he started clapping back, nice he got the "Who are you? Who are you?" So um, where's yeah. your hairline gone? I heard getting yeah. trended at one point, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. Yeah, and then they sort of come out again, don't they? Cooper said afterwards he um. So he changed. Uh, what point does he bring hours on? He brings hours on for Murphy. Twenty yeah. minutes to go. Yeah, and Ooh, changes to a four-three-three. Um, and he said after that, he thinks that kind of brought Farnborough into it a bit more because we didn't have that extra extra player higher up the pitch to stop them playing out of defence. Um, I think they hit the bar, don't they? Uh, they yeah. they really sort of come at us but yeah we sort of I weathered mean, that storm yeah, yeah. I don't remember Joe Day actually having to make a save though not like he has in a few other games where he's had to no, dive, dive right. in he, he had he to come have... and get it through crosses and a few things straight at him but he never had to make what you would call a, a save a goal saving save if that yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. he didn't he didn't yeah. have many saves to make but un, unpopular opinion may be when Joe Joe Day is massive, right? What is he, 6'4"? He is huge. Like, biggest player on the pitch by a country mile. I I wanted to see... I don't remember him coming and catching a ball on Tuesday night. I don't remember him coming off his line and catching a ball. And when those when that lad has got a hand cannon that he can throw in, which is as good as a corner, I'd like my keeper to come and anything that goes in that six-yard box, he's coming and he's catching it. And I don't remember him coming to catch a cross. He punched a couple and he came for one or two to try and punch and missed. But if he jumps, no one is jumping as high as him with his arms upstretched to catch them balls. So I think I think he could have done a little bit more in coming to claim them catches and taking that modern day goalkeeper now though, Rob. No, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. He's he's a proper pro, right? He's what, 33 years old? Yeah, if he's if he's a twenty something, maybe, but he's 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 a bit more old school. I'd just like to see him come and catch a few of them, a, a couple more of them crosses. I think he could come off his line and dominate that six yard box a bit more on Tuesday night. And, and maybe there's a reason he didn't. I don't know, but um, I I noticed it a lot of times. He he could have come and got it, and I'm I'd like to have seen him come and catch it. They were packing the box, weren't they? I think it was it was quite a crowded penalty box on those throws in particular. Yeah, and I think. Was it, it Gate? Was it Gateshead when the keep? Yeah. Was it Gateshead or Braintree? When was it? When it was Braintree, wasn't it? When the keeper comes out if all the way to the edge it, of the box, then it's a goal, isn't it? So... Yeah, I get that. I get that. 
the keeper, the gateshead keeper, the ball is on the edge of the box. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, he's throw, but they're throwing the ball into the six-yard box. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to criticise Joe Day because he has been unreal and he is he's superb. He's brilliant. He's been superb for us. Changed our season. You know, 14 wins with him in. But I just I, I think he could come and catch some of them because he's massive. He's bigger than anybody else with his arms upstretched. No one's out jumping him. Come catch it. Takes all the pressure off. Goes down. Wastes a few seconds. Happy days. Um, I just didn't didn't see enough of that on Tuesday. Um, I suppose he's had he's probably had a he's had a quiet few games, hasn't he? He's probably had to get yeah. he's, he's had to get used to goalkeeping again. He's had to be dealing with um, with a bit of spider venom as well. Yeah, by the yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think um, I think the other thing that I would call out as well is um, and again talking with talking with my friend Tony, who Nick mentioned, sits next to me. What I w- <laughs> can you remember? I can't remember Yeovil having the luck with us as well mm-hmm. like think about yeah. it Farnborough you know the way they were for that 20 minutes hitting the bar ball comes out a couple of balls from those throwing sort of bobbling in the box we get to it first they don't get to it Young's free kick um, worthy on the line yeah, exactly worthy on the line they yeah. didn't have they didn't have the luck and we definitely did have the luck and we probably are owed a whole host of luck a decade's amount, worth of, of luck, I think. crap we've had to sift through of <laughs> bad luck. Um, so I'll, I'm not, I'm not complaining. But um, you know, on another night, they could have got, they could have been three three quite, quite easily, um, if it had, if it had gone six inches the other side or whatnot. So, um, and I don't know, I don't know if that's a bit of a, a bit of a pattern for us this year, having the luck with us. But again. I ain't going to complain because I think good teams end up having the luck as well. You create your own luck, don't you? So Yeah, you create your own luck. So I think good teams get the luck. And look, you know, I'm happy that it hit the bar and bounced out. And I'm happy that Worthy had the peace of mind to get on the line. Um, I'm not complaining, but I think Farnborough could feel a little bit hard done by. Yeah, maybe so. But Jordan Young gets Who his hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Young gets his hat trick in, in injury time. Um, nice unselfish play from Matt Worthington, and again another calm goal. Just makes makes a keeper sit down. Again, was like taps it in. Yeah, same as the first one. It is. Oh, keeper's coming. Oh, just dummy him again. <laughs> Open goal. Yeah. That was great. Um, I can't remember who was the last person. To, who was the last year striker to score a hat trick at home? Murphy against Stoneham. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it went as long as ago as I thought. Then. Well, that in a league game. <laughs> Nice to see a Yeovil striker get a hat trick, eh? Yeah, mm. there's a bloke at work today come in who hasn't doesn't get many games, and he come to me today and he went, "We've got a hell of a player there." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's an asset for the football club, isn't he? Because hundred percent. Hopefully, he stay. Hopefully, he'll stay this year, and we'll get promotion with him, and then. I think is he signed on for another year at the moment or the option? I'm not quite sure, but um, if he is, he's definitely um, we'll get some pennies for him if that's the case. I reckon. I think we signed him for two and a half. Yeah, because yeah. he was a January, wasn't he? January time. I get the sense though that I get the sense that he's fully invested in the club as well. I think. Yeah. He, I think he'd love to see. I mean, look, you know, we're in we're in the sixth tier. We're a club that probably needs to find these gems at some point and not des- we're not obviously desperate to sell them but are you going to stand in the way of of a player like him if a league two club comes in with decent money like you you, you say thanks very much and you let him go right but if we can if we can keep him for 
this season and into next, like happy days. And if you can keep the form going, happy days because you know he's quality, so good. I wasn't sold him, like I said. I think I said last time we were on, I wasn't sold him at the start of the season. Um, I felt there was a lot of effort, but and not a lot of quality at the end of it. But oh, he's he's, he's added that this year. And some confidence, exactly that. Every time he hits it, he's scoring. Yeah, agreed. And you think you're learning there. off of and, it? Um, uh, yeah, true. Did you, um, Ian, did you, from your vantage point, did you notice um, how much Cooper enjoyed the fourth goal as well? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, there was, um, it was a bit spicy on that touchline. Um, not between their manager and and Mark Cooper, but he certainly had a few words for uh, one of the I, I don't know who it was, one of the guys on the bench um, who was. Didn't yeah. they think it was a foul for a build up to the to one of the goals right in front of them? There was, was a follow through or something. I'm not sure. That was, second, that was the second goal. They yeah. called that foul at the start of the second goal, but I didn't notice. I didn't notice it before the fourth goal went in. I only noticed it after the fourth goal when he went. It looked Cooper. If if Todd hadn't had a hold with him, Cooper would have been sat in that away dugout. I reckon <laughs> he was he was on his way into it uh, until Todd brought him back and Marcus Stewart grabbed hold of him and brought him back. But he he certainly enjoyed it. But he talked after the game about them not showing a lot of respect. I think didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and, and he did specify that it wasn't the manager. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think you know that's kind of been the mantra of our season is that we respect all the oppositions. Everyone we come up against, we respect, and yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought towards the end, some of the chance, some of the tackles were getting a bit, bit close to the mark. I think Cullen left a couple in on Frank Nublay, and then they had words at the full time whistle. Um, yeah. And Sid Nelson was putting himself about a bit as well, trying to. I think he should have gone because he'd already been booked, and he went through, didn't he? The sliding tackle late when we went on and scored the fourth. Yeah, and he got up and started walking towards. I thought to the touchline, like he thought the referee was going to come back and book him again because he got booked in the first half for uh, not a lot. But yeah, I thought he thought he thought, I thought he thought he thought, <laughs> I thought, he, thought. <laughs> he thought he was off, I think. Yeah. And, um, but it's the, we won't go into the level of referee, first, anyway, but I think that's the first um, time I've ever seen Sid Nelson yeah. make a tackle at Hewish Park. Like, I don't think he made a tackle <laughs> once when he was playing for us. Bless him. Um, but yeah, the, the, Bloke with a perm, I thought, could have had about five yellows during the game. So um, it was um, Sonny made one late tackle and got booked. So that lad made about five and eventually got booked in the second half, didn't he, about midway through? Yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of bookings, Jordan Young and his he, tackle. Yeah. Um, he'll miss... in. It was a reckless. Yeah, he'll miss chipping him now for that yeah. one. I mean, when Mark Cooper was asked about, you know, Jordan Young's hat-trick, he just said, he can't tackle and talked about it. Talked about the yellow card rather than the three, the three good goals. But yeah, it was a um, yeah. It's it's a pain, especially when you think you know we've not got Jordan Stevens. We don't know how long Jordan Stevens is out for. Um, I suppose you probably with Whittle back, you just move doors higher up. And I mean, we we know we've got the players. Um, yeah. And and we've got Sonny Cox still as well, and you know he's yeah, he's impressing Sonny, me on the line, So yeah, Sonny Cox and doors down the wing, noob noobs through the middle, yeah. and 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 you got your choice of your strikers up you front, haven't you? Really, technically a gifted player on the bench in JMD, aren't you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I think that covers off Farnborough, fourteen wins in a row. 
10th of league win in a row. We're just living the dream. Nine points clear at the top, game in hand. Yeah. What it's, can go wrong? It's great, isn't it? It's great. You feel yeah, very, getting you feel used great. to it. Yeah, you feel, you feel very privileged watching this team. I feel very lucky to have them, particularly yeah. after what we've had, had to endure for 10 years. I feel very privileged to have them. And look, I get it. Sixth tier of English football. We probably should be winning this these matches and we should be at the top. But the team that we've got, we are very, very lucky to have them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you say that, you know, we should be, but Torquay fans are probably thinking yeah. the same. Made yeah. some supporters as well, probably thinking yeah. the same. Yeah, and, maybe, maybe. Make, but you go it. into every game and and you know we've we've played everyone towards the top except Bath now. Yeah. That's and and you think that. every game you go into it sort of you you just can't see us <laughs> losing but that's just because of I suppose that's what happens when you win 14 a, in a row. Yeah. It's a joke. Exactly. It's a habit, right? It's a habit. It's like losing, losing matches. Losing's a habit. Winning's the same. You know, once you, once you, once you get on that roll, it's a hard one to stop. Momentum is is huge, right? There's young supporters uh, who've just gone and watched us losing week in, week out, and have not seen us win until this season. Really, do you know? Yeah, exactly. We, to, me and Rob were talking when we were we used to play football together on a Saturday, so we missed a lot of Yeovil's rise through the league because we were playing. You know the odd Tuesday. So for watch it for us watching is once we stop playing Saturdays, we've just watched them go downwards and downwards. So this is a brilliant. This is all good for us as well now. Yeah. So. There's a generation of supporters whose favourite player is Francois Zoko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you couldn't fall in love with a player because they're only there a season. Yeah. They're on loan. So. And as as loved Zokes. Yeah, a, a good player for us, and sort of very good. carried very good. carried a very poor team. Yeah, for uh, a couple of seasons, um, but worst not, penalty I've ever seen. Not in the conversation <laughs> with sort of greats that we've seen play at Jewish Park at all, really. Um, so yeah, it's nice to have some memories of teams actually winning, like properly winning games as well. Yeah, definitely. So we're back to Torquay at the weekend. Back to Torquay. Nick, what changes? Get your football manager brain on it. Yeah. What um, changes would you be making? Would you be making any changes? Um, yeah, I can actually see a back four, possibly a Bell, Staunton, the new lad who I'm not going to try to pronounce his surname. Um, Idahan. Idahan. I've watched some. I've watched some Bristol yeah. City videos of uh, trying to find old. someone, pick out the pick yeah. out the 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 name on commentary and at one point they called him Idahan. So yeah. I think we will come back in at left back. Mm-hmm. Um, I reckon JMD will get a start. Hyde will probably get a start, I reckon. Um, and then it will be, yeah, then you'll just fit the, who he wants to. Do you reckon, um, does Charlie Cooper play? Charlie, Charlie Cooper and Josh Hours at the base, give Worthington and Sonny a rest. Does Charlie Cooper come straight in? If he's Is... fit? Yeah. Worthington's got to be close to being and low, then maybe low Everton close to another yellow card for suspension. Don't know if it counts for trophy in league, does it? Um, sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Coop, I'm not sure Cooper will start. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Uh, maybe hours in there. Yeah. I think so. Um, I Good don't. Think, bench. Yeah, I'd be Good reluctant to take bench. out. Yeah. I'd be reluctant to take out Worthy just because of his yeah. engine. Yeah. Mm. 
yeah, you got to expect Fisher will get some minutes. Hope Fisher gets some minutes. Hope Cooper gets some minutes. Good to see Maguire, Drew get some minutes. Be great to see Staunton get some minutes. Um, you know, it's good. It's, it, again, when have we had a squad as strong as this in order to bring some of these players in? Um, you know, these squad players who the past seasons would have been guaranteed starters. So I yeah. think it just shows the strength that we've got. Um, mm. And hopefully, you know, like Cooper says, you put a team out, you, you hope it goes and wins. It should be strong enough to go and get at least a performance. Well, they want, um, they want 15, so he could go strong. Yeah, he could go... Yeah, yeah, he may do. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think there's that... I feel like it, you know, it's talky again. I feel that there's it's that bragging rights over over them they as well. Get revenge as well, wouldn't they? Because they got properly beat. Yeah. Properly yeah. beat. Um, how was it with uh, Dave had a chat with uh, one of the lads from Talkie Talk for uh tomorrow's episode on Saturday. Um and uh it looks like Halstead could be back from his concussion in goal. Lapsley, Marshall and Dolan are all touch and go for it as well. So could be a few changes, and I think, um, yeah, it, it's gonna. I I think it's gonna be a. It'll be a different occasion to the uh, the Tuesday night game, which we were obviously so dominant. I just don't feel like we're gonna get that game again. But maybe we will. Who knows? We might just go out there and <laughs> trounce them once more. Yeah. Who have they got? They got a game Tuesday. Who have they got? And if Johnson might also not pick his best eleven, if they got a league game Tuesday, they've got Taunton, haven't they? They're away at Taunton, I think. Let's find it. Yeah, Taunton on Tuesday. Away to Taunton, away to Dartford, then away to Eastbourne the following Tuesday. Will he risk? Yeah. His they've got a bit of travelling to do for the trophy. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, the lineups I think will both be interesting, both sides, to be fair. So, Look, I, nice to win it. The trophy for us was an absolute catalyst. When he, when Johnson won that, they got the taste for it. I think it, I think us winning the trophy that season was huge for the journey that we went on. For me, the trophy this year, I don't want it to be a distraction. I'd, I'd yeah. happily have a run, but the most important thing for us is to win this league and get promoted. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'd rather have an FA Cup run, which you know you're not going to reach the latter stages of, and you get a bit of cash out of it, yeah. than a knacker yourself trying to get to the FA Trophy final and then losing to Chesterfield once you yeah, get totally, to it. Totally agree. <laughs> great, great for a day out, but if it came at the expense of us finishing third, not not for me, thank you. Hmm. Right, should we do some questions? Ask away. Go. Uh, Hugh Issue, a, a Burnley pub renamed itself the Royal Dyche in 2018 when they got into Europa League. Which Yeovil pub should rename itself and to what if Cooper gets us out of National League South? As Coopers make barrels, got to be some pub-tastic options around that. Well, we've already got Cooper's Mill. There he left. We've already got Cooper's Mill. Yeah, Cooper's Mill. There used to be a pub. There used to be a pub down by um, down by Domino's and that and the, the the Halfords Tire Place down there called the Glover's Arms. Yeah, let's see the Glover's Arms back. There we go. Um, yeah, but that's not renamed Coopers, is it? That's not. A, I think we. No, we've... no, we've got Coopers now. We've got Coopers. <laughs> let's just get let's just get another pub back open and call it the Coop. Glover's Arms again. <laughs> the Coop. 
Yeah, or a chicken themed restaurant, the chicken yeah. coop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Clevo wants to know our trophy team for the weekend. Uh, starts for Hyde, JND, Hours, Cooper, and Bell. Uh, and also asked what's going on with Staunton. We've also had a, a question from Dan Cabell, Josh Staunton, discuss. Uh, Don Gibson says Josh doesn't come off the bench on Tuesday. Wednesday, we sign a lone centre half. Something doesn't add up. I don't buy the argument. He hasn't got 70 minutes in him. Your thoughts? So we have gone into the, the whole Staunton debate, but it's definitely something that's sort of rumbling on. And I don't know, part of me thinks it's one that as supporters, like Josh Staunton was the the hero last season because he fronted up when everything was terrible. He was the like the voice of the club yeah, through, through all of it. And it's difficult to accept that he's not as central. He's not as involved as now we're now we're showing like you know some results and we're being successful and he's not a part of it. It's it's not disappointing, but it's just that that feeling of he was meant to be a part of it or meant to be you know he's the club captain. He's meant to be the the yeah the real big part of it on the pitch and it's not to say he's not behind the scenes and off the pitch and not doing all of that but like we said it's difficult to argue with like how do you put him in this team right now you don't do you you can't mm. if Williams are one or a fit they have they earn the shirts the shirts are on their backs and you that's because, yeah and that's because their performances have warranted it you know I think we've we've sort of gone into this already but Williams and Williams and Wannell they give you they give you strength they give you pace uh, they give you good aerial, reading of the game aerial. They 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 tick all the boxes, and the form is so much so that they can't they can't be shifted. Obviously, one of them picks up an injury. The manager deems it the best thing for the team to go out and buy or go out and loan another centre half to come in. Doesn't mean to say that Josh isn't going to play, depending on how they all go this weekend. Um, this lad might come in and be absolutely superb for us. You know. I, it's a tricky one. I, I, it's difficult, isn't it? Like we've been so we've been so bereft of characters since since the, since the the championship team went. You know, since Kevin Dawson was probably our last one that the fans really got behind until Saul comes in, and then Saul comes in and he's the face for three years. And I remember when Saul left, you know, I was absolutely gutted because for me he was Yeovil in a time when we didn't have anybody. Staunton then picks mm. up the mantle. I think when Saul goes. And he then has to front up and be the face and the voice and the person that the really sort of cling to. Um, so, yeah, it is difficult. I still think he's got a part to play. Um, but I also trust the manager's judgment. I trust that the manager's doing what he yeah. thinks is best for the team. And I can't argue with that. I can't, you can't argue with that at the minute, you know. I'm for one of... you got your two centre-ass, the pivotal. You've yeah. got to keep... You want, to, you want that partnership... The problem I've got is obviously he comes in and might get a run of games. Then it's the three G pitch. He's got to come out, and you've got a chain with one or one Williams. Apart from the injury, they can play yeah. on all surfaces. Do you yeah. know, it's it's not like a Hyde and Murphy situation where you've got you can bring him in because there's attacking and change. It's your centre halves have got to have a partnership, and uh, I'm not sure you can rely on Stoughton week in week out. 
do you know what I mean, to keep that partnership going all season. And he can't because of obviously the different surfaces we're playing on. Yeah. 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 Great he's, he's still being club captain. He's still, you know what I mean? In the dressing room, the training ground, you would imagine he's still at the forefront of everything, you know? So, um, you know, look, he, he does a lot of the stuff, doesn't he, when he's going to do the sponsorship stuff. He seems to be always one yeah. of the ones that are there. So, you know, he's representing the club well still. You'd hope, you'd hope, you'd hope he's happy, you'd hope he's happy for his team as well. Like, I completely get it. I imagine he's frustrated as hell. And I imagine he, de- he is desperate to play and wants to play. But you also hope that in his role of the captain and the leader of the team, you'd hope he's happy for his teammates. But the fact that they've just gone on 15 games unbeaten, winning all of them, and he's played in a couple of those at the beginning of that run, right? Yeah. So you hope, you'd hope, you'd hope he's playing the captain's role and is happy for them, and that he's driving them on and he's keeping the standards high in training uh, and on match days and during the games that he's keeping the guys in front of him on their toes and holding them to account on standards. Because that's that's what we expect from Staunton from what he's shown us. So I hope I hope you know I hope that's what he's doing, and I hope that eventually when he gets his chance, which he will do, which may be on Saturday, I hope he goes out as an absolute stormer, wins everything, keeps a clean sheet, manages the back four, scores a goal from a header, um, we win one nil and we come home, and then the manager's got a real difficult decision to make with you know, three or four really good centre-halves to pick from. Uh, question from Stephen, SW6 Haribo. Uh, what's your take on the messages recently coming out of Newport regarding their injury issues? Why couldn't they trigger the recall clause on day as needed goalkeeper cover, alluding that he will no longer be theirs in January? Is he YTFC bound? Uh, and there's been a, there's a reply to that as well. Uh, Newport had a youth player on the bench uh, their goalkeeper Townsend was called up for international duty and Newport looked at the loan market as cover since they couldn't recall day. Townsend turned down international duty, but it's all working out for Yeovil Town. There might not be a recall in there. You don't have to put a recall clause in there, do you? I don't think in loans. No, I mean, goalkeepers are a funny one though, aren't they? There's always these emergency loan things and I don't know if it works the other way. but it didn't work for us. With a certain goalkeeper come in, did it when Barnes? Um, <laughs> but um, and Joe Day might not want to go back. No, that, that's the other thing as well. They go back for one game, and then Yo will get another gap to get another goalkeeper in, and he keeps a clean sheet. And Cooper goes, "Well, we'll keep the you know." And their manager might might not want him back either. Like, exactly. so, you know, they let him go. They obviously let him go at the start of the yeah. season for a reason because he was yeah. number one, wasn't he, last season for them? I think. And did he play against us in the friendly start of this season? I'm sure we played in goal. I might be wrong. Um, I know he then ended up going to Woking. So they've obviously made a decision at Newport that they don't want Joe Day as their keeper, number one or number two. So, you know, if they've already made that decision, you know, they're not going to bring him back and try and bring him back in. I guess the interesting bit from that is, do Yeovil try and sign him permanently in January? There might be a deal already in place and that's the reason. Maybe, yeah, there could be. There could be a deal in place. I'd like to see it. If Yobel could get him, go and get him. Go and get him. Make him permanent. Let yeah. him know that he's our number one for this season and next season. And next season, yeah. Um, and then you build, and then, you know, that, that is sorted then. You ain't got to worry about it because he's a National League keeper for sure. Um, yeah. 
So go go and sign him if you can, and then there's no concerns about what Newport may or may not do. Maybe they awesome. maybe they don't want him. Maybe they don't want him because he didn't come out and claim crosses, Rob. Well, <laughs> maybe it wasn't Super Dave for them. Yeah, the evidence <laughs> is Tuesday. You know, there might be some evidence to back that up, but um, look, it's a one-off, and it? it's it's a one-off. Uh, Mike says, evening. 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 How much will we miss Jordan Young against Chippenham, and who would you start in his place? I think you take Jordan Young out of any team, they're going to miss him at this level. So, yeah, we will miss him. And um, it probably, it removes one of our most potent attacking outlets. Um, but again, hopefully, you've got two decent options in Dawes and Sonny Cox and Maguire Drew that can come in and step up to the plate. And if he's missing, you know, someone else can take the mantle, right? He was benched the other week. Yeah. And he still went on a one and scored goals. Yeah, exactly. So, got the quality you know, there. Yeah, um, take one out, gives a chance. He might rotate anyway. He's, you know, Cooper yeah. does like to rotate the front four or five, however you want to put it. So yeah. we've got the quality to, um, I mean, we've got a lad who can't even get on the bench. He's called the winner in the, you know, playoff final a couple of years ago, didn't he? So we all know how technically good he is um, in JMD. So it's just, you know, the strength and squad is something we're not used to, is it? So Very true. Very true. Uh, Martin Lee says, evening, good luck for tonight. Yeah, the FCA, Ben and Dave have not crashed this yet. I don't know what time the awards, I think they don't start till nine o'clock. Uh, let me take, let me see what I sent them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't start yet. It, this is a very, uh, it's a long award ceremony. That, um, I think they were hoping to exit pretty early as well. <laughs> <laughs> they were hoping it's going to get called early. Uh, I'm sure they're having a lovely time. Um, does the FA Trophy count when it comes to the run of wins? The Somerset Men's Premier Cup has been discounted due to the lineup that was fielded. How many changes do you expect to see? And does that influence the decision? Uh, we've got a few questions, so let's just stick with the does it count in the run? I think it counts in the run. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a first yeah. team fixture, so it has to. Yeah. You could argue. In a senior competition. Yeah. I think. I mean, when you look at the rules, I think the Somerset Premier Cup does as well. <laughs> like when you're a non-league team, you have to field a full-strength eleven, um, supposedly. But we have obviously not done that, and <laughs> the under the you know, Matt's taken the team as well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this one counts, and I think we'll be treating it as such as well. And uh, almost a pro pilot says hello all and good evening. Hello and good evening. Good evening. Uh, will Jake Wannell be a big loss for the time that he's out? Yes. 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 Uh, who will be a good left back to play second fiddle to Whittle? Um, I think if it's going to be a long term, you get, you, Cooper will probably have to look at a loan or something, wouldn't he? Um, but uh, Dawes didn't do, you know, once he's settled in the it. role, yeah. he didn't grew do into much, it. much wrong. He grew into it. Um, no, agreed. You know, but yeah, I think if we're fingers crossed, he doesn't gets a long term, then yeah, Cooper would probably look in the market, wouldn't he? So, I think this um, Duncan Idahan can play left back as well, can't he? Or has played left back? Yeah, um, used to one or play a couple of times there for Taunton, didn't he? Last year, one or one did play left back for Taunton at points last season, but again, don't you don't want to take him out? Oh, no. No. I mean, look, you've also got Ollie Hayes that can play left back if you ever wanted to call him back. You've yeah. got Ollie Hayes that could come back in. And 
I think you could do much worse than having him playing in this team at the minute. Um, so I think there's an option there if you if you needed to in haste as well. And uh, finally, uh, how would you celebrate if you win something at the Football Content Awards? How are you two going to celebrate if the Glovers cast win anything at the Football Content Awards? Uh, I'd have a nice cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I'll do Thank the same. Thank you, Mum and Dad. And, uh... <laughs> I'd have a nice cup of tea. I might even have a digestive. Um, wow. Yeah, and then probably go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll the oval top. top. There you go. I'll, I'll celebrate by uploading this podcast and going to bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ben and Dave can tell you how they celebrate uh, if they celebrate. Liverpool, Liverpool is a good night out. Night in a cavern for them too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Allen, uh, evening. evening, evening. Murphy is our runaway top scorer at the moment with fourteen. How many can he get? And who will be the second from top scorer? So far, Young is eight, Nublay seven, and Hyde four. I think he could get 25 plus if he carries this on. Yeah. Um, and, the, you know, the minutes that you, 63rd minute onwards, you think there's going to be a sub. Murphy's coming off, Hyde's coming on. Um, it's happened in every game and for the last few months. So it's, um, yeah, he could go 25 plus. I think Young could be up there for seconds um, if he stops a reckless tackling. So, um, I think yeah. we need Murphy. I think we need Murphy to get to twenty-five plus. I think if we're going to win this league, Murphy needs to get to twenty-five plus. And then I think you need a couple of lads chipping in with at least fifteen plus, twenty plus. I think Jordan Young will get a get a handful as well. Nubel will get a handful. Hyde will get a handful. Um, I'm looking to see Sonny and get a couple more yeah, as well. Yeah, Sonny will get through. Look, we've got goals in the team. I'm looking forward to Will Dawes getting his first. At <laughs> yeah. home. When that goes off, that terrace needs to go absolutely wild for Dawsey when he gets his first. I hope he gets it in, in the in front of the Thatchers as well, rather than has to be. Than... It has to be. <laughs> and I want to see another boy or and has to run all the way down there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see a massive. I want to see a massive knee slide or a vault over the barrier into the terrace. <laughs> there you go, Will. There you go. There's a request. Uh, Alex Wales says, thoughts on Bath fans meltdown on social media with the game moving 24 hours. Uh, for those who've not heard, the uh, National League have postponed the Tuesday night and moved it to the Wednesday night after we play Wrexham on the Sunday. Um, I saw which... the... Um... I saw the I saw the Bath official tweet, but I didn't see many of their fans moaning. I might have missed it. There are um, a few on Facebook and that, Rob. Uh, yeah. I'm not on Facebook. There you go. Um, I I understand it. I get it. We'd probably be the same if it was the other. We were the semi-pro coming against the league leaders. It's an advantage in it if we were they were playing on a Tuesday night. Um, after all the travelling and everything, so I I can get it. But you know, you over requested it. It got accepted. You've got to deal with it, haven't you? So, spot on. Yeah. I mean, former Glover's, Glover's past guest, Jerry Gill, who was in the stands on yeah. Tuesday night, um, yeah. did tweet and delete um, about the, the situation as well. Um, yeah. He was disappointed with the decision. Favours the full-time team. 
we now not only have to recognize, uh, reorganize logistically at the club, but our training week is effective massively, not being able to train prior to the game or after the game. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 they can train on a Monday, surely. <laughs> I don't know. It felt like it was coming just yeah. because it was a massive for us to play them. on a Sunday night, a Sunday yeah. evening, five hours away from, you know, home. Yeah. And I get why they'd be frustrated because, yeah. you know, we're top of the league think, and yeah, they yeah. want to, they want to, they want to take us and everyone wants to take us now. But, um, yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. I like Jerry Gill. The Glover's past episode with him was great. What a play! He was a great player for us. But really, here's a little violin, and he can go and have a little <laughs> play on it. Like I really, get, I really could care less. It's it's worked out for us. Happy days. Crack on. And uh, over to Facebook. Uh, with the FA Trophy, this is from Mike West. With the FA Trophy losing its prestige over the years, probably since we won it. Do you think that despite the rhetoric, both Gary Johnson and Mark Cooper will be secretly pleased to be out if they lose on Saturday? More trophy matches means more backlog and more chance of injuries. But on the flip side, trophy winning, confidence, um, getting finished into lads that maybe aren't in your league side. So there's, you know, pluses and negatives to both sides of that in there. So, um, and you want to keep winning. Yeah. Keep winning, keep that confidence going. Yeah. If you've got a squad, if you've got a yeah. squad to support it, it can be a catalyst. Yeah. You can like only said, win the next game, can't you? So yeah. Yeah. Like I said before, I'd rather win the league than win the trophy. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Right, that's your lot. There we go. Cheers, lads. Well done. Pleasure. We got, we got the, the southern plebs. Replacing the northern <laughs> plebs, and it's worked quite nicely. Light for light replacements. We got a good, uh, good set of, good set of squad here that we can rotate through. So thank you very much, both of you, for stepping in. While the others, I've just been sent a picture of pie mash and mushy peas, which is the most northern food. They probably could have. <laughs> Does that have gravy that. on it? Is there gravy on top of the pie? Yeah, there is gravy on it as well. Yeah, fair one. Fair yeah. one. It's the way it should be. Yeah. And hey, Dave, Dave had a cider and uh, sent me a picture of the cider and it was Summersby cider. And I just want to clarify cider. that that is not cider. That is not cider. That's, no, that's not you. cider. That's not yeah. cider. Yeah, there we go, Dave. Hey, look, just, just regardless of, of the of what happens with these awards tonight, I know we're uh, we come in and step in and help at points when you need it, but you guys are winners in our eyes, whatever the result is. Well said. Um, <laughs> well a, winner, said. a winner in whatever the result is. The uh, like being a yellow fan at the minute, the content is great. Like you've got some really good stuff coming out, but you guys, you guys are the trailblazers and the and the the sort of the leaders in it. So um, it's great to come and be part of it and be asked to talk about Yeovil with um with you guys when you get a chance. But you guys have done an awesome job. So regardless of the result tonight, you're winners in our eyes. Here, here, and thank you from all Yeovil fans. Oh, stop saying nice things, please. Bob wants the, he wants the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can come back, Rob. It's fine. <laughs> and with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. 
Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil.